Tinsel. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. He's the titular role! In the sense that, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Hello, welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide if we let it through our gate. I've got huge news. I've actually got, so... What is it? I've got a new Who Wants That for oh us. Oh my God. Okay. All right. So for those who d- who maybe just first episode listening, Who Was That <laughs> is our segment that we do every single week and we've always done it. Um, and it's where we ask, who was, was that? that? And, you know, basically it's like, you know, when your friend tells you a story and it's like, who was, who was that? that? <laughs> so I'm actually going to break the format a bit as well okay already because you know we've been doing it so long just thought we'll spice it up yeah so my friend cindy i'm gonna name her my friend Love cindy you. told me a story on friday um when we were out to dinner um and so cindy was walking around the mcg and she needed to go to the bathroom so she went she went up she said hey can i just uh, go in use the bathroom just talking to the security guard and she was like mm, not really fair but then um, Cindy saw that the security guard actually had the same name as her. Her name was Cindy. So oh Cindy God. thought, you know, I can level with her. Yeah. And she said, oh, you know, like I'm on my period. Like, please, can I just use the toilet? She said, all right, come on. So Cindy, the security guard, shows Cindy, my friend, where the bathroom is. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Cindy goes in, comes back out and um, there's someone... Uh, and there was an event going on at the MCG. That's why she oh, didn't really okay. want her to, to be in there. Yeah. Then someone walks past and says, hey, like, I'm supposed to be at this event. You know, this is to Sydney, the security guard. At the, to the, I'm supposed to be at this event. Can you tell me which way to go? Sydney, the security guard says, of course, like, I'll just take you through. Like, I just have to take this other girl, Cindy, out. So no worries, no worries. He walks a bit ahead. Cindy, the security guard, turns to my friend, Cindy. And says, do you know who that was? <laughs> James, guess who it was. Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> it was Dave Hughes. <laughs> Hughesy! <laughs> Can you believe that? Hughesy uh, who was... Hughes was that? So, you know, I did kind of break the format because it's like we, I could actually answer the question of who was that. Wow. That's crazy. Isn't it? Didn't Dave know where to go? You think he'd be, he'd know. Have a a perfect sense of direction. Direction. We thought we just had, you know, that innate inside you. You thought, you look at him, you think that man knows. That man knows where to go. Knows where he's going. He doesn't need a map. You know. Apparently does. That's, you know, sometimes even Hughesy needs help. Exactly. So don't be afraid to reach out to, for just, help. Just send you the security <laughs> guard. So I just had to mention had to who that was that? up top. So, do, yeah, we probably don't have time, even if you have one. We don't really have time. So, <laughs> but do you? Well, you kind don't. of. Oh, okay, go on. I mean, I, the people love the segment. Yeah, the people so. love the who was that. So uh, on the weekend, I went to... Uh, summer camp festival. Some of our listeners may have been there. I met some. Fascinating. Fascinating event. Fascinating. I was in the line for the bathroom and I was talking to somebody that I kind of know mm-hmm. and they offer me some of their vape and I say, yes. <gasps> Scandalous. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I have an Amyl vape. 
What? And I said, what? And they said, yeah, I made an amyl vape. And I'm like, who was that? What do you mean an He amyl like vape? took apart the vape and like put amyl in it. But you're not supposed to ingest Yeah, vape. I don't. Uh, sorry, amyl or vape either. Say that. Um, speak on that. So did you try it? No. Absolutely not. I was I feel, not interested in that. I feel like this is, that person's probably dead now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> this is our first uh, posthumous. Who was that? <laughs> Who was that? Literally. I don't quite understand. And that sounds really dangerous. Yeah, I was, I was shocked. I was, I was, gen- and, and, and I have not stopped thinking about it all day. That's completely insane. But also that's an, a sort of Steve Jobs-esque you know, ingenuity, this oh, person literally. is like, get this person a job at Google. Get him on Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Janine Ellis, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> you'd I like, you not. You'd like, <laughs> you'd like to invest, wouldn't you? Exactly. But we've got the rights to this one. <laughs> you said in that line, I'll offer you 500000 for a 2% stake in your business. Exactly. <laughs> and um, now we're shareholders. Now we're, we're shareholders. Gatekeeping HQ. We're Gate- making some upgrades around here. <laughs> so... Our uh, stock is rising, our, finally. Finally. So, uh, before we get into our topic of the week, um, we both also independently saw an incredible film this week. Literally. Of course, I'm talking about the Renaissance um, concert Yeah, oh, concert doc- documentary film, whatever. <laughs> what whatever wasn't it, really? What, what wasn't it? Um, I was actually really blown away by it. Mm. And, like, of course, it's Beyonce. It's going to be amazing. But... Yeah. I thought it was truly incredible. The first like 40 minutes, I was just sitting there like mouth open, like, oh yeah. my God. She's, no one's coming close to her. It's, it's, it's actually true. And it, you know, people often talk in hyperbole when they talk about Beyonce, but. I don't think that, I don't think there is such a thing when it comes <laughs> to her because like every time she's doing something, she's just like raising the bar so high. Yeah. I mean, like from her last um, concert film, which is Homecoming, which was just you know, at that time I'd never seen anything like that. Yeah. And Homecoming was this celebration of her career. Mm. But then to see Renaissance, which is new work and and you know, it's it not only did I appreciate it because she kind of foregrounds those references of yeah. like the ballroom scene and you know, disco and house, but also seeing just how incredible it is live and how strong like the visual oh, is and like all the work that goes into it and just how yeah. much she's like putting out there when she comes out in that um chrome thing for alien superstar like oh. ridiculous yeah and i just, had such a good time and you know it's edited incredibly well like the, oh, they really have gorgeous great great angles and everything like Literally. just gagged me well, yeah, really. Literally. And also it made me look at Eras to a movie and be like, oh, I would be oh, embarrassed. Literally. <laughs> I think it's so interesting because like, obviously there's going to be a lot of comparison between Taylor Swift and Beyonce because like they're, you know, doing the biggest tours of the year. Mm-hmm. They're both putting out concert films. There's no comparison like at all. No, I mean, like, there, there, there is in terms of their scale. Um, oh, like, but I think artistically, no. Nothing. But also it's like they're doing totally different things, which mm. I always find the comparison a bit um, fruitless because yeah. like they're in completely different lanes. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, you know, you don't go to Taylor to watch like a show on the kind of like artistic, like, I don't know. Taylor is kind of like. Taylor's. We love, we love Taylor Swift. Don't get it twisted. 
Taylor Swift is nowhere near as much as an artist as Beyonce is. <laughs> Taylor Swift is like a product, but, basically. Well, you know, I, I disagree. I mean, I feel like this is a longer conversation, but yeah. I think Taylor is more... You go and see her because you're invested in like the songwriting and the story and like the iconography and her as a celebrity, like her celebrity is a really big part of her music. Mm. Um, and, you know, and it's a story, you know what I mean? It's like all too well, which is the scarf, you know, we've spoken about it at length, but she's yeah, yeah. telling almost like a story. Whereas Beyonce is like, I mean, I think she's, she's doing something obviously more culturally uh, important. It, Taylor, whereas Taylor's almost in this bubble of like making music that's sort of like her story, you know, whereas Beyonce and, you know, coming out of this film, she makes it clear she's kind of referencing a community and she's more of about that type of thing. And, you know, I think Renaissance to compare that with something like Midnight, it's like, you know, Renaissance is something that is like, will be looked back upon as, you know, this incredible piece Piece of of work that speaks to the time, but also references, you know, decades past. Whereas Midnight's is just like this chapter in Taylor yeah. Swift's life. Exactly. <sighs> Sorry, I just yeah. had to set the record straight. <laughs> Go off, girl. But um, I would highly, highly recommend Renaissance. Um, oh, one absolutely. of my favorite watches of the year. Oh, wow. Really. Um, I've convinced my mom to go and see it. She's <laughs> going to go and see it. I love that. And also, like, I went to Hoyt's Mama Central to see it and I'm walking out. There's this one of the oldest people I've seen in my life was seeing, watching this movie. Wow. And when I, by that, I just mean he was like 80 something probably, <laughs> but he's like walking out with a cane. Wow. And I'm like, damn, even the elderly are gagging like for Renaissance. It was great. We went, I saw it this afternoon and it was like a pretty empty cinema, which was not ideal, but me and Jack, my housemate, was just like partying the whole time. It was so good. Did you get up and sort of sing and dance? I'm curious. No. Yeah, neither. I was just I, kind of dancing in my seat. Right. Just like that. Because we had the recliner seats as well. So I was... It was hard to get up. Luxuriating. <laughs> I was luxuriating at Hoyt's Northland. Let me tell you. Once you're in them, it's hard to get out. Oh, literally. Yes. But I was like, in okay. my seat. Yep. Having a I actually book. just kind of sat there, enjoyed, like... No you snack. Know, no phone, no drink. Quite, watching quite literally, <laughs> quite literally. You know, whereas Eras Tour, it's like you know we're gonna like scream and shout. Yeah, I feel like because like Eras Tour, you're just kind of like la la Taylor Swift, and then like it's like Renaissance, I'm gonna out, it's like I'm gonna out sing her. In, oh, literally, Eras like pro- I'm probably not gonna be able to do it for Beyonce. Oh, I might. I think I might be able to. Mm, good luck mm. with that. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. <laughs> also, it's like two months until Eras Tour. I can't believe it. Time flies. I, I'm going to have to like not leave the house for a full week beforehand. Like I cannot get sick. Oh my God. Don't, don't manifest that. You're just going <laughs> to. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, yeah. Sabrina Carpenter. <laughs> I have not listened to a single song by that woman. You know, Jesus was a carpenter. I saw that. I thought that was a little bit. I was like, all right. Okay. I'll let she you have that, that one, Sabrina. <laughs> Oh, uh, I could talk for years and hours about these two topics, but we're here Sabrina to talk Carpenter. So we're actually here to talk about someone who's friends with Taylor Swift. Oh, absolutely. We're talking about Emma, Emma Stone. Stone. Um, when Emma falls in love. From when Emma falls in love. Fearless Voltrek. Oh, with Karen Culkin. Yes. Crazy. Ooh. See, this is another part to like the Joe Owen. Taylor Swift, Phoebe Bridges, <laughs> y- uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, yeah, like this is not Sally part- Rooney, normal yep. people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Emma yeah. Stone's a part, big part of this, mm-hmm. and you know the favorite. That's adds a whole other. 
Oh my god, of course. Elements. Of course. But I, I'm so excited to talk about Emma Stone. Um, one of my favorite movie stars. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, she's almost having a comeback um, uh, yeah. right now, which maybe is my way of talking about her. Well, um, yes. Well, yes. <laughs> Little finger on the pulse. Um, but, I mean, to go back to the beginning, she started out, you might know her from, you know, such super bad. Super bad. The House Bunny. Yes, which I haven't seen The House Bunny. You haven't seen The House Bunny? No. Oh, I mean, I'm 25. It's great. It's a classic. It's a feminist <laughs> piece. It's. It's really like, good. you can't, I, I can't at the age of 25, the, the House Bunny is a movie that was only screened at sleepovers. You know what I mean? No, it's like a hungover watch movie. A hungover watch movie. <laughs> I no, don't, I don't think so. I've like definitely my housemate and I have like sat on the couch, unable to get up with just the House Bunny on. But like not in my world. Well, you need to make that part of your world. And I live alone. Part uh, of your world. Oh <laughs> No, like I, if I'm hungover, I might watch like a three-hour epic. You know, <laughs> I remember one time I was hungover and I watched A Star Is Born. Oh no, that's a good hungover oh, movie. The way that I sat, I was living at home at the time. I sat down on the couch, had it on like the big TV, loud. <laughs> sat down, pressed play, and just kind of came to two and a half hours later, and I was like, hmm. Don't want to feel out touch. <laughs> Don't want to start Don't another fire. Oh. When does Joker 2 come out? Like next year. You, okay. Like late. It's like this time next year, I think. Okay. We'll have to add it to the schedule. <laughs> the gatekeeping schedule. <laughs> we, we plan our episodes One year very far in advance. Let me tell you. So Let me space. tell you. Oh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Superbad. I have seen it. Have you seen it? I haven't okay. seen it. That's another one that was screened extensively oh, at yeah. Sleepovers. It's very... <laughs> boy movie yep and, um, so that's why i've seen I'm that i'm not interested in that <laughs> but she plays like the hot girl in it yeah. i think she's like jonah hill's um crush oh um but i don't remember too much of her in the movie but you know it's like i feel like it's significant for her to be doing one of her first if not her first movie that was her first credited right and film. you know to play like the um, hot chick in mm. Superbad, which was a huge movie. Oh yeah, um, that's obviously like a, a very significant step in her story. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then was she big in the House Bunny? I don't. Um, she was like one of the main girls. So like, she was one of the main house girls. Okay. She wasn't the bunny, right? But that was Anna Faris. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Who was married to Chris Pratt? Yeah. Okay. There we yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and then she did Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. I which, saw that. Okay. I don't remember it. I remember I saw it with my mum and my auntie and we all just kind of didn't like it. <laughs> and we're like, all right. Queen card revoked. Literally. For that movie. Sorry. Matthew McConaughey. Was that Jennifer Garner? Jennifer Garner and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't catch that one either. And then she was in Zombieland, um, which I... Have you seen that? I have, actually. Yeah. I have a funny story. I was like seeing this boy in like high school Ooh. and um we were like i went over to his house and he's like oh like watch, let's watch zombieland i was like great I, I haven't seen zombieland i've been like wanting to watch it and then we were like in bed and he was like trying to like you know cuddle and like make out and stuff and i was like i'm trying to watch this movie that i haven't seen <laughs> like keep oh my eyes God. on the screen please <laughs> okay brag you were getting some in high school huh <laughs> and what was their name Oh, I can't. I can't say. I can't say. <laughs> what was their name? That, this is my who was that of the week. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of like it feels like a very much an artifact of like 2007 or whatever yeah. it came out. Like it's like what well, there's like Bill Murray in it. And yeah, it's but like, it's like it's a bit of a random. But she has random, a, random but she has a pretty significant role in it. She yeah, plays she's like the main Wichita girl, or which is uh, yeah, 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 Wichita. Which I find it so curious that she came back for the sequel a few years ago. Yeah, did anyone see that? I certainly didn't. I remember one specific day when I was so bored and I was like looking to see what's on in the cinemas and that was on. And I was like, I'm actually not even bored enough to go yes. watch that. <laughs> I just can't. But I, I actually read the Wikipedia summary because I was like, surely she gets killed off in the beginning or something. Oh, no, like, she is, she's in the whole movie. God, yeah. they must have hated her. Well, because I, I remember that Zombieland sequel was like in development for like a very long years. time. Well, yeah, it, there's like a at least 10 year gap, I think, yeah, between the films. Do. You should have reunited with your yeah. I'll um I'll message him and you say hey, Zombieland double taps coming out. <laughs> Shall Do you we rekindle some old double flame? tap this? No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but the big you know star making earth the changing Emma Stone changed it all. Changed everything was of course easy, easy a. a changed cinema changed Emma's life changed my life. Easy A is like another sleepover classic, but you know, it's so good. Worldwide classic. Well, funnily enough, I remember I went, my friend moved up to Townsville when we were like in year nine and Mm -hmm. I went up to see her for like, so have you got a story for every episode? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And what about it? But no, like in the sense that it's like a sleepover movie, we watched Easy A every day for 10 days. It was insane. Okay, period. (laughs) Like it was. (laughs) Like it was just on the, constantly. The pocket full of sunshine montage is so iconic. I think Easy A was one of the first teen movies I watched that was like from my era. Yeah, I I, I made my mum take me to the cinema to see it. Wow. Yeah. Because I mean, there was Mean Girls and stuff like these big big teen movies but yeah. i i feel like nothing that kind of like grabbed me yeah and I, also it's probably one of the last big budget teen movies like yeah. they, they don't make this stuff anymore at least that's released in cinemas no absolutely like if this well, was girls the movie musical coming <laughs> oh, don't i mean if they made easier today it would be sydney sweeney and it would be netflix oh uh, my god <laughs> I mean, it's true. Oh my god, <laughs> it's true. Like, there's no space for movies like this no, in cinema literally. anymore, unfortunately. But Easy A is so fucking funny. Oh. Like, when when she, I remember so clearly when she comes to school wearing her like the A outfit, yeah. and she talks to that guy. She's like, "I just realized my name is an anagram of I love," <laughs> and he's like, "What's an anagram? Look it up, big boy." <laughs> it's so iconic. Like, I mean, like, and like. Everyone in that is so good. Like Amanda Bynes. Um, Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> Who would you believe? Who would you believe? Who would you believe? Oh, and like Patty Clarkson, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Patty. Patty. Um, she's, yeah, yeah, I mean, them as the parents is another extremely iconic performance. Spell it with your P's. Yes. Oh, yeah. Spell it with your P's. Um, and I think for her, for Emma Stone, um... I was, so I was reading her Wikipedia as I love to do for as, this. You know, we, we do serious research <laughs> here at Gatekeeping HQ. She reviewed. And she was saying how she originally wanted to be like a sketch comedy actress. Oh, wow. And, you know, Easy A, she really does get the chance to shine in like a comedic role. And, mm. you know, you see how, 
I mean, obviously Emma Stone is like one of the most charming actresses because, you know, she has that movie star thing, Mm. but what I think gives her uh, to me, she has this like Julia Roberts type quality where she's like so beautiful and she's so charming but she's also she has incredible comedic timing. She's She's able to like make a fool of herself on screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, it she feels very Julie Roberts to me. Like she's like one of the last like classic actress stars. You know what I mean? Interesting you say that. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's just got like this quality that's like she's like very reminiscent of like the nineties. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean I know people always keep saying nowadays that movie stars are dying. Like people are like Tom Cruise is the only movie star left, but I feel like it's not true. You know, I feel like we're still getting them through. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I just think like very, she's got a very specific something about her that I don't think we see in like a lot of, she has that je ne sais quoi. Yeah. The joie yeah. de vie. Yes. She has joie de vie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Easy. A one of the best, like to look at even like the knock on wood. Oh, <laughs> um, hello. Penn Badgley, right? Penn Badgley, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is just such a good... Ronan is having an okay day. Got a Coke Zero from the gas station. What? Raise the roof. That Ronan. About? What are you talking about? That quote from Easy A. No. Oh, you're not as big as... I haven't watched it. You, well, yeah, I didn't watch it every day for 10 days, whatever you did. That Ronan. <laughs> Incorrigible. <laughs> but um, yeah, Easy A is her star-making performance. Oh, truly. It, she was, I feel like she's undeniable after oh, Easy A. Literally. And she, people at the time were saying it is kind of this almost Lindsay Lohan in, in Mean Girls type thing where it's like, okay, this girl is it. Yeah. You know, this girl is it but um followed it up sort of with crazy stupid love classic which you've seen i have yes i saw it at the cinemas okay i did not i watched it at home i torrented that one as oh, a child I, yeah oh you're crazy wink if any um police are listening no i didn't <laughs> <laughs> everything i say here is a joke exactly. for, for legal reasons exactly. I, was like, I forgot to say that earlier um but crazy stupid love very iconic cast i mean hello julianne moore julianne moore playing emma stone's mom now that's inspired incredibly inspired <laughs> they said redheads yeah <laughs> gotta get them who emma stone who's a blonde it, a, a famously natural blonde. A blonde. well oh naturally a blonde outrageous crazy so because and julianne moore is married to steve, steve carell and then steve carell is He's getting like Advice on From how Ryan like, Gosling. Yeah, who's dating Emma Stone. Right, yeah, yeah. And so, then there's that reveal. Sorry, yeah, we spoiled yeah. the whole movie. Just like. <laughs> we spoiled, guys. We spoiled 2012's Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> there are people who are just about like, to watch Whoa! that. I'm so sorry. They were I'm literally so they were listening to us. They had it up on Netflix and they were like taking their headphones out. Get ready. And they were like, what? I remember. Um, I mean, Emma Stone's most iconic part of this is when Ryan Gosling takes off his shirt. Oh and my God. she's like, it's like your Photoshop. Literally. That was like trailer moment. Trailer moment. <laughs> GIF moment. GIF moment. GIF moment. GIF moment alert. Now that's the new segment that we should start. <laughs> like, GIF moment. Like Ellen's Thank GIF It's Friday. Thank GIF It's Friday. We're going to do the gatekeeping GIF moment. I would love that. I just found a new GIF today that I'm oh, looking for. Oh, It's from... Um, uh, Mockingjay part two and it's um, yeah part two and it's like when Peter strangle, strangles 
Katniss, but it's like uh, sped up, so yeah, it looks yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. good gift for you guys. You'll probably have seen it by now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll I'm probably sure. have posted it 100 times exactly. by the time this comes out. I'm surprised you're not posting already. Well, I Always actually... on that damn phone. <laughs> um, but I, I remember liking Crazy Stupid Love. I can't say I'm like that familiar. We're fun. I yeah. think I saw it with like a group of girlfriends, so we were like... La, la. A G and O, a girls' night out. G and O. La la la. It was definitely Fun. a girls' midday out at the shopping center. But <laughs> Craigie Burn. Uh, no no no. Oh. Epping. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Please Sorry. don't get it twisted. Much uh, it's also significant because it's the first pairing of Emma Stone, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Gosling, which is what La La Land. And is there something else? Maybe. Let's read Mama Let's research. <laughs> but 2011, she also did the- Oh, Gangster Squad. Oh, of course. Yeah. Which is a severely terrible movie. Which- <laughs> Haven't even seen. My whole family went to the, the cinemas to see. Oh, and, wow. And we were like, that fucking sucked. <laughs> it had a really good trailer and the movie was just- That's the thing about these trailers. They'll they'll pull you in. <laughs> they'll get you. They'll get you. Side note, the cinema's opening- um, Next door. I got an email from them. Oh. Uh, that was like, we're not doing, this. sorry, this is just for me and James, but this was, they emailed, well, they had a, a sample of the food that they're going to have at the cinema. Okay. And they were like, we're not showing ads. We're having a 20 minute pre-show where it's like, well, sh- I think it's just, they'll show like interviews. I don't know. It seems weird to me. I don't like it. This is the new cinema at East Brunswick Village for anyone wondering. FOMO Cinemas. Fun. Opening summer, just vaguely summer. summer. Yeah, I keep walking past. Well, we're in summer now. Well, yes. December. I keep walking past, banging on the glass. Hey, December. Say, hello, when is this opening? Hello. Let me in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you closed? <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I need to be invited to the opening. Um, if, any, if anyone at FOMO Cinemas wants to give the gatekeepers, we'll... A free ticket. A free ticket to your opening soiree. <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> anyway, um, 2011, she does Crazy Stupid Love. She also does The Help in the same oh, year. Now. Which I think is incredibly significant for Emma's Oh, this story. is where she said, I can't, I don't just do comedy. I can act. I'm a dramatic to, yeah. actress. Holding my own against Viola Davis. Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain. Come on now. Um, Octavia Spencer, yeah. Alice and Janney. Yes. Um, the Help is something I have not watched in a very long time. I remember watching The Help probably in year eight when it came out and being like, yeah. this is really important. <laughs> important movie. This is really... I From from memory or just reading, I, I feel like it's a very like white savory type I think thing. So. I can't actually even remember what happens, but someone... I just remember the ship high. Of course. I mean, the scene that won Octavia Spencer and Oscar pretty much. Like that's... And who eats it? Um, Bryce tells Howard. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Having... Wait, is Jessica Chastain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Okay, the two of them were in that, unfortunately. Have you seen that video? (laughs) I think I might have asked you before. (laughs) I am not Jessica Chastain. (laughs) It's a song that somebody wrote. It's like a parody. And it's Bryce Dallas Howard singing a song called I Am Not Jessica Chastain. You haven't seen it? No. Cancel your play. You'll send it to me. Can I log that on Letterboxd? Oh, girl. It's. (laughs) Formative. For that me. was. I, so, what did I log on on Letterbox? Oh, I go um, on Letterbox to check to see Emma Stone's filmography, and I see Sam has recently logged. Peter Griffin seeks fitness advice from Meow Sickles, and I'm so like, what is this? Peter Griffin is coming to Fortnite. 
Peter Griffin is coming to Fortnite. What about Lois? Well, that's what I said. Where's Lois? Where's Lois? Surely. Where's Lois? I, it would be fucking nuts to have Peter Griffin and not Lois Griffin, right? I feel like Lois Griffin is just as famous. Peter? In some circles, more famous than Peter Oh, in Griffin. my... I'm, yeah. I'm a Lois Griffin stan. Well, yes. Know that. Before anything. Before... I'm a Lois Griffin stan. Yes. Lois Griffin fan first, human second. Yep. If Lois Griffin has a million fans, I am one. <laughs> if Lois Griffin has zero fans, <laughs> I have <dead>. died. <laughs> Let that be known. Um, but yeah, the help kind of established Emma as a as a dramatic mm. actress who stars in Oscar-nominated, Oscar-winning films. Oscar-winning films, yeah. Uh, and then she followed that up in 2012 with another very important uh, chapter in her story, Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man, which I think is, you, you know, I guess it's getting her to a bigger audience, maybe the biggest audience, mm. right? These franchise things. Yeah. Um, and this was like pre-Marvel domination. 2012. Well, that was same year with Avengers. So it oh, was okay. kind of kicking off. Okay. And, you know, these movies were huge. Um, yeah, I saw, I remember. I love Andrew Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're... They're really great. good. They have like, because it's, they have this high school chemistry thing, not chemistry class, but like they have chemistry and they're in high school and yeah. you know, they dated for like four years or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the scenes between them are really great. Like there's a scene where he's asking her out in the yeah. hallway and they just, they, you know, he's playing it so awkward and she's like nervous, but she's like kind of charmed by him. Like mm. they really not, I, I can't even really, I don't think these movies are that good. No. But, like, the two of them in these are just fantastic. Yeah, for real. Someone did compare... Someone did call Emma Stone the Heath Ledger of the series, <laughs> which I don't... Uh, I don't necessarily <laughs> agree with. But I also don't disagree. I don't disagree either. <laughs> Interesting. She should have won an Oscar for this, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, it's that <laughs> bit where she dies and she's like... I mean, that was a now fucking... Now, that's, that's a gif, if I've ever seen one. I've used it myself many times. <laughs> um, that is so fucked. <laughs> like, her head smacking the ground. Ooh. Ow. She got snapped in half. Do you know my favourite thing, though? Shailene Woodley was supposed to come in as Mary Jane. But they cut her scene out of Spider-Man 2 and it, did, it didn't do so well. So they, they were like, no, we're not doing Spider-Man 3. Oh, that's sad because, you know, Paul Giamatti was going to be in. Uh, oh, really? He was in the second one. Yeah. Oh. He was going to be, I think he was like the rhino or something. He's going to be a big. What is the rhino? The rhino is a guy that dresses like a rhino. Mm. Yeah. Me sighing. Yeah. These comic books. They're crazy. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, after Emma Stone died, everyone was like, we are not, we're not watching we're not this. Watching. I'm not interested. <laughs> Me get, included. Also- get the fag off the TV, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> He's got to be at least bi, right? I need him. That's got to be. So deeply. <laughs> what was he in really recently? Oh, Spider-Man. <laughs> Yeah, and he was, in Boom. he was in Tammy Faye as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but also, why the fuck did they not get Emma Stone back for this new Spider-Man movie? Because she's busy. <laughs> Emma Stone does not need to be fucking with Marvel. She had real movies. Yeah, she, she doesn't. Her, her filmography, surprisingly, I found is like kind of lean. Like she's very. Yeah. She's not doing like five movies a year. 
I mean, we'll talk about the Emma Stone Dark Ages, which took place between 2019 and 2021. Of course. We will get there. Hold on. Don't worry. Let's see my notes. Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes she'll just be like, I'm actually going to chill and just do the crudes. Yeah. Which, you know. Or like two Woody Allen films. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Back to back. Why is Cinema Nova doing like a mini Woody Allen retrospective? Are they really? I saw they were like doing like Annie Hall and Vicky Christina. I didn't know. I mean, I saw that they were. And they're doing like the new film. I saw the poster for that and I was like, oh, that's not. Like, why? <laughs> like, and it was like, yeah, fascinating. It's it's crazy. Why yeah. don't we just show, you know, why doesn't Roman Clancy make a new movie and we'll show it at Cinema Nova, huh? Exactly. Huh? Hey. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> um, but they run the new cinema that's happening, so... So we will actually... I, I Cinema Nova is my friend. <laughs> Please invite me to the premiere of the new Woody Allen movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll come. <laughs> I'd like to be photographed on the red carpet The red carpet of, for uh, the new Woody Allen it? movie. Coup de chance. Coup de chance. What's French? <laughs> what? French. Oh, yeah. It's the only place they'll... Yeah. French people, like, they Him don't give a fuck. Roman, hanging out in France. <laughs> You know, I was reading today about um, the woman that May December is inspired by. Oh, Mary Kay Letourneau. Yeah. No. And how her and her husband at the time um, published a book and in France, of course. <laughs> and the title was something like, you know, Love Against All Odds. Or oh. like, you know, it was very much like... Yeah. You know that movie in Arrested Development about the cousins? <laughs> it was like, it was very that. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh. Rest in peace, Woody Allen? No, to that woman. What was Mar- her name? Mary Kay. Yeah. Is she dead? She died in 2020. Oh, so that's why Todd, Todd Haynes was like, <laughs> right, let's get this going. Annie. Rest in peace. Always have been. Um, oh, God, May December. I'm going to go home and watch that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how? <laughs> I just... If you know, you know. Honestly, I'm going to say it. Like, May December comes out here in February. Like, you know, but it it's out... Um, on Netflix in the States. So, you know, there might be a way to watch it. Exactly. I and can't I tell you how. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how, but I'm going to recommend that you figure it out <laughs> because it's so good. I mean, it's the gay guy movie of the year. Yeah. I know our listeners will enjoy this. Exactly. Um, it's yeah. I, re- I watched it again yesterday. Um, just incredible. But and when it does come out in cinemas, you'll all be going to see it at the cinemas because you I'll, need, you need the theatrical go again. I'm, I'll go again. Oh, I'll be seated. <laughs> I've already. It's like when I saw Tar, and I was like, "All right, I've got like four different people that I'm taking to see this again." <laughs> so like, we're good. We're good. I mean, yeah, the, 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 it's such a rich text. Oh. Um, but I honestly, I would love to see Emma Stone work with Todd Haynes. I think they would Ooh. be a great pairing because yeah. I think what Emma Stone has is like, and you know. It, May December has this, it's like that, um, like darkness, like she has this darkness that she can kind of pull out and fragility as well. Like she's very good at playing like this just under the surface, like maybe just holding it together. Mm -hmm. I I think she's such a genius in the way she can switch between like comedy and like, like, and you know, quite dark drama. Yeah, exactly. Like not to get too far ahead, but like in the favorite, like that's. A perfect example of that. She's Absolutely. just so good. But we'll, we'll show we... Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Also, I should mention that because that was sort of my gay awakening in a way of, um, if anyone remembers in the first movie, there's a part where he gets tasered. Do you remember oh, this? No. And he like, they're on the street and the police helicopter has his light on Spider-Man yeah. and he gets tasered and he's like laying face down on the road. Yeah. And like his butt looks <laughs> 
incredible. Like, uh, it's literally, like, people should know what I'm talking about. Because it's like... I think I remember, like, seeing, uh, again, a gif. Because <laughs> like, everyone... Is, I, think that, I think that did rounds on my Tumblr. Because I can't just... be the only one who was sitting in that center being like, wait a minute. <laughs> what was that? I like butts. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Like, that was crazy. So thank you to Andrew Garfield in that movie. Have I told you my Andrew Garfield story? What? When I like went to the stage door for in America and he like grabbed my shoulder. I was oh. like, I love your jacket. And I was like, ah, oh, I love your jacket. Well, he like signed my playbill and then he like went down to the other side to sign everyone else's. And then he had to like come back past <clears> me. <throat> and as he was walking past, he was just like, love your jacket. And, and I was just, like, you said, fuck me. Said, fuck, fuck me. Fuck me. <laughs> ah, fuck me. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I could se- I could see myself settling down with him maybe, but oh. I don't know. He's maybe too nice. I need him anyway. Anyway, she, enough about Spider Man. And then 2014 and 2015, she did two Woody Allen movies, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which were not very well reviewed. And you know, it's like yeah, girl, is come it, on. What is it? <clears throat> ones with like Joaquin and ones with oh yeah, Colin probably. Yeah. I know ones like the poster. She's like, <laughs> yes, I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> She's wearing a stupid hat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, I get yeah, it. I mean, when did it start 20, to turn with Woody Allen? I, I feel like after Kate won the Oscar, everyone yeah. was like, enough is enough. <laughs> Kate Blanchett named her children after Woody Allen and Roman Polanski. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I mean, one of the most psychotic moments of all time to win your Oscar 40 Woody Allen movie and come up and talk about, like, gender equality. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't ask Kate her thoughts on anything. Like, oh. that's the thing. I, I, I don't want to know. And, and that's the thing with Tar as well. It's like, if we dig down into that, I know they're being like, it's just asking questions. But I think Tar is a, quite a conservative movie. Oh, yeah. Um, w- when we actually take it for for what it's saying. And, you know, I, I feel like she definitely is like these anti-cancer culture type thing. Um, anyway, this is a tangent. Yeah, but- we don't need that. <laughs> And so, in bet- so actually, in between Emma's two Woody Allen films, mm-hmm. she did well two films of a very important note. Um, the first one that I want to touch on is a little film called Aloha. No, she did that in 2015. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Yes, when she played Alison Ng. Yes. uh, Ng. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Emma. Uh, Um, God. Yeah. I never saw it. Nor me either. <laughs> Oliver Stone, though. We love Oliver Stone. Oh, of course. Wait, no, it was Cameron Crowe, wasn't it? Oh, well, fuck that guy. <laughs> but then, in between the two Woody Allen films, she nabbed her first Oscar nomination. For Birdman. A movie that I don't really care for. Interesting. I actually haven't seen it. Yeah. And I wanted to watch it before we saw, we had our conversation, but I've just been a little busy. Right. So. Well, I did rewatch it. Um, and... Oh my God. It's kind of exhausting. And it's one of those ones where it's like, oh, this just won all these Oscars because it's, you know, about the industry. It's about yeah. creating art. Um, In your ratio, yeah. 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 I I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't love it. Sorry, uh, woke people out there that love Burn Man. I didn't mom. love it. But I do love Emma Stone in it specifically for, um, she plays Michael Keenan's daughter. Yeah. Um, and she, it's kind of like a bit of a different role for her cause she's like very angry and like, mm. she's just this bratty kind of girl, but the opening, she FaceTimes him because she's getting flowers at some little, um, stall in New York. 
And she's like on the FaceTime and the person that works there is trying to like uh, tell her about the flowers. And she just turns and looks straight in his face. Like she's trying, but she's trying to do a FaceTime. She turns and she says, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> like, okay, just, maybe I'll just watch that when I go looks home. At this, shut up. And then just like keeps doing her FaceTime. It's so funny. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Emma Stone moments. Like, oh my God. Um, yeah, Birdman, whatever. But yeah, first Oscar nomination, Best Supporting Actress. So it is... She's also not in the movie that much, but I feel like she might have got swept up in the love for Birdman. Oh, absolutely. Here, because it won, you know, Best Picture, Director, Writer. Like, it won an absurd amount. Mm. Um, now. But it is good. She has a monologue in it that got her the nomination, I think. Oh, so, yeah. Who won that year? For what? Supporting Actress. Oh, I did look it up, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, in be- again, now after 2014, so mm. in between Birdman and Aloha, mm. she went, she made her Broadway debut oh. as Sally Bowles in Cabaret. Yeah. Which I didn't get to see, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but I have with watched. With Alan Cumming, right? With Alan Cumming, yeah. yeah. I have watched many a bootleg of. I was looking, watching some clips today. There's no clip of her doing maybe this time, which is really you unfortunate. You just don't know where to look. <laughs> There's footage. There's a bootleg of the whole show. <laughs> I, which I have seen many times. <laughs> okay. I listened to the SoundCloud recording. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah. She's doing an accent in it. Well, Sally Bowles is British. Oh, it sounded German. <laughs> and I you know, think you were listening. We know she's amazing in a British accent from Cruella, right? Oh, absolutely. Which we'll <laughs> talk heard. about Cruella. So, what is the but, deal with this? Was this a stunt casting thing? Because she wasn't in it for that yeah, long. Yeah, no. So she. Well, see, the rumor is she. So Michelle Williams opened it. So it's a. And she took over from her, didn't she? Yeah. So yeah. it was a revival of the '98 revival, which was like very successful and like ran for like I think about ten years. And okay. then they were like, let's bring it back. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Cabaret. So they opened it with Alan Cumming reprising his role. And then allegedly um, Emma Stone was supposed to open it. But she had such intense stage fright that she was <gasps> like, I can't. Oh. I don't want to open it. And um, so that's why Michelle Williams did it. That's bizarre. Yeah. Um, so Michelle did it. And then Emma came in to replace Michelle. Right. And but it was only a few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. normal. Is that normal? Yeah. Right. For like a stunt. And I think this was like, because my friend Grace saw it and she, and it was like just before Emma really like hit like superstar Emma Stone. Right. It was like just that. Yeah. So, and apparently like she's just so fucking good. Right. And like. She hasn't really, she hasn't done theatre. No, again, she hasn't she? really. Yeah. No. But, um, and I think it's like as well, cause like Sally Bowles is like a really rich character. And like the thing with Sally is she's not like supposed to be a good singer. Not mm. that Emma Stone is like a bad singer, <clears throat> but like, I mean, that was like one of the complaints about La La Land. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. Which I'm sure we'll get into. Of course. But like, I just remember watching that book. Cause like with Cabaret, it's been so done and like everyone's got their like take and like it's. But I think Emma brought something really interesting to the role. Right. And I would love to have seen it. I've seen I'll Cabaret. I'll send you the bootleg. Please. <clears throat> I've seen, I saw Cabaret at like the Athenaeum or something. I saw that. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun at the time. I went with my friend who we watched it in um, history class together. Oh, so fabulous. we had a connection there. Oh, there was a penis in that play. A penis? Yeah. We saw yeah. a real penis on stage. I think I remember that. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so let's celebrate I that. I saw Cabaret in London. It was really good. Great. Yeah. Um, I love Cabaret. It's a great show. Yeah. It's really good. Um, so we have to talk about 2016. 2016. La La Land. Uh, La La Land. It has Oscar buzz. I don't know what that is, sweetie. I got two kids. It's a movie musical in LA. I'm not going I'm to not LA. Going to LA. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I remember watching the Billy on the Street clip. I mean, that clip goes around. Changed everything. Everything. (laughs) That was the first time I'd heard about La La Land in that video. Oh really? Yeah. That was crazy. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, fucking hell! Yeah, that's Billy Eichner from Billy on the Street talking to that woman. Of course. Yeah. That um. Also, like, while we're on the topic, because we'll never bring it up again. I feel like people sometimes post clips from Billy on the street being like she ended him and it's like that this is his bit, That's his bit. you know like, what I mean like he's in on the joke yeah. I don't know let's settle uh, down with that like when he's <laughs> being rude to that woman do you remember and she's like what's this for like yeah. what's this for the internet he's like for the TV <laughs> my channel <laughs> my favorite one this is one where he like gets into a fight with this woman and she's like Denzel Washington was in Phantom of the Opera <laughs> Like, no, she wasn't. Was like, yes, she was. I saw him in Phantom of the Opera, and he was like, Denzel Washington was not in Phantom of the Opera. That's, That's us. That's- that clip is crazy. So was was he? No. Why would Denzel Washington be in Phantom of the Opera? Oh, that's such a classic. Do Billy Agnew used to be cool? Yeah, he bring needs him to go. back. Save Has she him. done Billy on the Street? Emma. I think she would do it. Yeah. Well, oh. it's obviously not. I mean, the Julianne Moore Billy. The, the Julianne Moore Billy on the street. Anyway, uh, we can't get anyway, too sidetracked. We... La La Land. La La Land. So, La La Land is like. A perfect I... film? <laughs> well, that's not going to hurt ourselves. I mean, I saw La La Land three times in the cinemas when it came out. Period. I remember being like, oh my God, like, this is the best <laughs> movie ever made. Like, it's official. Yeah. But. As time goes on, I honestly lose all sight of what La La Land is or represents or I I don't know. I can't like, I actually cannot separate La La Land from 2016. Like I find it so hard to watch in 2023 and be like, is this a good movie? I actually have no idea anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No. La La Land. I think it's, I like, I rewatched it the other night and I was just like, right back in i was like oh fuck this is just I mean, like but you're you i know and <laughs> it's James. very it's very for me i also have like a very um like sentimental memory like i saw it with my best friend on christmas day in new york City so like you have stars oh, are they shining just for me i mean i think you know watching la la land in 2023 i honestly think is difficult because like a film as sincere as this is rare. Which I, is interesting because I kind of agree with you, but cause you know, I'm, I can't, I don't really do well with sincerity, mm-hmm. but this works. I mean, I, when you're under the spell of La La Land, mm-hmm. the movie, and when you're in it, yeah. it works in this world that they've created within the film. But like, I feel like 
this was such a this is a movie that could only have been made in 2016. Mm. You can't make you could not make this today because I think it's way too cornball. Um uh she is I will I will Emma Emma was giving a little bit of a quirky girl face. Well, but I mean like, but that's a thing. I don't know. I think it like I understand like but for me, it still works. And <laughs> I know, and my opinion is... Doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> is I incorrect. I yeah. to? I was talking to somebody yesterday. Oh, yeah. And they were like, I love it when you school Sam on theatre stuff on the pod. And I was like, period. What do you mean? They were like, yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Proudly, I don't give a fuck about the theatre. <laughs> so whoever this was, go fuck yourself, you <laughs> little twerp cunt. <laughs> Ooh, got him. <laughs> and you go sit in the theater and jerk off or whatever you perverts do in there. I don't know. Um, and fuck you. The, you got the right Who person to put you in the wrong motherfucking place. <laughs> you have to give me this person's name. Um, but no, I, I think like, honestly, 2016 being like pre-Trump, like, oh, I, yeah. I, I think this is such an, like, an Obama era film. Like, I, it Thanks, feels, Obama. It feels so that. And, and again, like, I watch La La Land and I enjoy it, but I just find it really. And, and, you know, even if we look at, like, Damien Chazelle, like, you look at something like Babylon, mm. which is darker. <laughs> yes, but, you know, Babylon is darker and it, it kind of, like, is is another riff on this topic, but it's kind of like looking at maybe the other side. Another mm. film I saw in New York, actually. Great. <laughs> but yeah, I just think I, La La Land is, is hard for me to like evaluate mm. now. But but all this to say, I think is one thing that never stops being successful in this is her performance. Yeah. I think the film, it works. I, I think the film is able to like pull off what it pulls off because of her performance. Yeah. Because, you know, she Ryan- ha- it's like she, because it's like such an homage to like the golden age of musical theater, like film and stuff like that. And like the Technicolor studio stuff. She has that kind of like big eyed, like early century style quality that is just like it works so well for this particular but she's always also able to play the modern side of that in that it's kind of like performed in this almost knowing way without Mm. coming across as like ironic and she's kind of like part of the fun but there's a self-awareness about it but not in a a way that kind of takes you out of it yeah exactly which is an incredible thing to pull off i think Mm. and to and i think her and ryan gosling mean sebastian i don't think there's much on the page for them as characters Mm. like ryan gosling is just someone who likes jazz hates tapas yeah that's his character and she is someone who wants to be an actress and that's it You know what I mean? There's no more, there's nothing Mm. more there. Um, But because of their chemistry and because I think she brings, like, you can't help but love her. You can't help but love her. Exactly. Really. Even, yeah. And and I will say the beginning of La La Land when it's like another damn song, which Mark Platt cameos in. Did you know this? Oh, God. Yeah. Fuck you, Mark Platt, if you're listening. Fuck you, Mark Platt. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) I think about that day. Um, and someone in the crowd is also a great oh, number. Yeah. So good. Dun, 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 dun. That was yeah. like a pre- almost a precursor to Babylon when you think about it. What do you mean? The guy like jumping into the pool, crazy Hollywood party. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think, but but you know, I think La La Land, the love story does land in yeah. the end. Like it, oh, it's a great end ending. montage as well. Yeah. Like come on. <laughs> oh. And like when they're in the the planetarium, they're dancing in space. Oh, so beautiful. Me and who? Me and who? Who's gonna take me to science works? <laughs> Who's going to take me to science works and dance around with me? One day. <laughs> one day, darling. Um, I, um, one thing that always mystifies me about this movie mm-hmm. is when <laughs> um, Mia does her one-woman show and she hires out the biggest venue imaginable. Oh, yeah. It's like this is her debut one woman show. She's doing like flea bag. Yeah. And she hires out like the Athenaeum theater. Like <laughs> it's huge. Like if she was here, she'd be doing like some small room. She'd be doing like <laughs> theater works at best. Maybe red stage. At best. Like she would. Malt house upstairs, Mary. In, yeah. In like a conference room in reality. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, no one comes to her play, but you know what? The people that did come have that in a smaller room and she wouldn't be disappointed. Exactly. Is my thing about that. Always also, bothers me. I forgot that Rosemary DeWitt was in La La Land. Gagged. <laughs> You're the only person to ever say that you've been gagged by Rosemary DeWitt to be um, in a movie. Okay. Have you seen Margaret? Have you seen Rachel getting married? Rosemary DeWitt is constantly gagging. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. <laughs> I mean, Andrew Fraser, I know that you're listening. <laughs> so I know her from Mad Men. She's good in that. Mm, yeah. Mm. What, did you guys? Mm. Oh, um, I don't know. She's just one of those women that's like, oh, yeah, I know her face. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, She's like the male version of Topher Grace. <laughs> yeah, there I said it. Wow. You there. need to watch Margaret. I said it. Oh, yeah, one day. She met Margaret on a <laughs> He. So. Um, she was wearing one. Oh, what a song that is. But yeah, Even the- I don't know. La La Land. What's her play called? Uh, so Long Boulder City. There's a particular oomph that I need to see do that play. The One Woman Show. The do one you think it's show. any good? No. God, no. It sounds fucking terrible. Yeah, I would hate to see If this. my friend invited me to a show called So Long Boulder City... I would be the people in the they were walking past her dressing room being like, what was the deal with the window thing? <laughs> that is very you. <laughs> I, I no, that's I would not speak ill of the show until I'm out of the theatre. I have respect. Come on now. Come on now. You just hold it in and then say the most vicious thing imaginable. <laughs> I think I'm allowed to I am putting together my one woman show, um So, so Long, long Forest Hill. Yeah, So Long Forest Hill. So Make sure to keep an eye out for that. And I'll be at, doing my at one Fringe. Woman show. So long, Craig and Central. All oh, right, right, right. We'll have warring so shows. Craig like Station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but of course, like it is actually kind of Emma Stone's fault. The whole um, Oscars debacle, where Moonlight was mistaken. Sorry, La La Land was mistakenly announced as the Best Picture winner yeah. because that old bat Warren <laughs> Beatty got the envelope that said Emma Stone, <laughs> and he said La La Land. Fucking, where was Annette? Annette should have been Annette, Annette Benning. Why was married announce- to Warren Betty? Should have had him together. What? Did you not know? Now that's a May December. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you not know that Annette Benning was married to Warren Beatty? He's so old. <laughs> yeah. What? Ew. She's like, mm, Warren. <laughs> have you not been? Ew. <laughs> that's yuck. Sorry, but how old is he? Like, well, because he dated Madonna. Oh. 
Hang on, I'm Googling his age. Warren Beatty? Or maybe he's like, I'm, maybe I'm getting him confused with Jimmy Carter. <laughs> he's 86. Yeah, and she's 65. So it's like 20 years. Yeah, damn. Um, oh, Annette. Come Annette. on. <laughs> she's... She should have been up there. Because he, he was, who was he there with? He was with the with woman. Faye Dunaway, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, God. <laughs> Now that's a duo. That's us. <laughs> Warren Beatty and yeah, the, video, the clip of them getting shot from um, Bonnie and Clyde. You know, it's like all the. <laughs> that's us. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna shoot me. <laughs> that's like that. I I know whoever the producer was that year was like right. That's the last time we get two old <laughs> sure, ass yeah. morons to present best picture. Like, uh, I mean, get Except them for when they wheeled out Liza and Gaga. Well, they made sure Gaga was there. Who, I mean, Gaga is a moron as well. <laughs> yeah, she's, a, she's an old bat. <laughs> I got uh, you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, you know, she Emma did win her Oscar that year. Yeah. Which... Um, I don't know if she deserved. Well, I... Even watching La La Land again, I was like, you know what? I remain steadfast in my, my thought that Natalie Portman should have won this year. Yeah. Because well, Annette Benning should have won for 20th Century Women, but she wasn't even nominated. So <laughs> let's talk about that Academy. I don't care for that movie. You. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you. <laughs> um, you. But like, I, you know. She's got an eye at it. <laughs> <laughs> to, co- to compare those two performances, you know, while I do think La La Land. I'm six- Jackie, you're La La Land. Yes. Well, other way around. Uh, oh, no, not true. Yeah, you're right. Um, There'll never be another camera. I, I think, like, while I do think La La Land hinges upon Emma's performance, I think, and, you know, I feel like Emma won her Oscar for um, that song, um, Here's oh, to the, 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 the corniest fucking who song. Dream. That's like, she jumped in the sand. <laughs> and died no- with the flicker. <laughs> I'll always remember yeah. the flame. <laughs> That's another thing about La La Land. It's so like artists are the most amazing people ever, and they do something so special <laughs> that can't be replicated. And you know what I mean? I'm like, shut up! Like, oh my god, it's like coming in my eye. Like, stop, <laughs> stop, Sam. <laughs> no, it's Sam. Just- Don't be gross. No, I, Don't I'm, be obscene. I mean, in a metaphorical sense, like not literally. Yeah, but like, why that analogy? Because that's what it feels like when I watch this movie. Anyway. Anyway. Um, no, La La Land I, does only work because of Emma Stone, but, but, but Emma Stone was not the best performance of that year. And that's, Natalie, we hear you. I will avenge you, Natalie you. Portman. Yes. We will get you the Another nomination <laughs> for May, December. But she won't win. Oh, no. 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 Uh, that's okay. Um, anyway, um, she is nominated again in 2018 for The Favourite, which I oh. saw in cinema and I was kind of like, maybe it felt like a bit glib or something for me at the time, but I didn't love it. But then I rewatched it this week and I was like, this is like one of the oh, best movies ever literally, <laughs> I Fucking The Favourite is so good. It's hilarious. It's so fucking good. And she... Like, that should be her Oscar. I agree. Like, yeah. And also, she should have been lead actor for that because she was supporting actress and Olivia Colman. Oh, yeah. Like, category fraud. Politics there. Yeah. 
fuck me. Like, it is such a good film. It's so strong. Like, I mean, that's another one where it's perfect for her because she has a very strong dramatic thing there. But she's someone who's, like, very nasty and she's yeah. funny. But she's also, like, very insecure. Yeah. And and it's, like, that Lanthimos style of, like, it's it's a drama, but it's not serious. It's no, I mean, so, it's, it's so a very funny whimsical film. and fun. Whimsical's maybe not the right word, but it's, like... yeah. Just like fucking silly. I am. Um, I mean, my, one of my favorite Emma Stone moments is when she is jerking off Joel. Joel, Joel but she's like stressed about her position. So, and it's their wedding night. He's Girl. like, I'm rock hard, <laughs> and it is our wedding night. <laughs> and she just like jerks him off and doesn't make eye contact. Bitch, being there, <laughs> it's so funny. Having a, having a fucking existential crisis, <laughs> just giving a hand job. <laughs> okay, now you're the one being gross. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about cum in my eye. That's disgusting. <laughs> well, you may as well be. But Joe Owen really hot in this movie. Joe Owen, sorry. Yeah, kind of bad actor though. He's fine in the movie. No, he's good in this, but he was the worst part of conversations with friends. Well, we didn't watch that. I didn't finish (laughs) it. Anyway. um, But I would, like, um, you're not losing me, Joe Owen. Let's just say that. I would, Joe Joe Owen, call me. (laughs) But he's also just, like, regular looking man. Yeah. Like... Twink oh, man. But no, the favorite. I think the- is she, the towards the end when she is um, not letting the queen get the letters from uh, Rachel, Weiss. Rachel Weiss, And she has this moment like by the fireplace where she's like going to cry. But it's. And she just. Oh, wait, is that what oh, she Oh, no, that's like mid in the movie. No, no, no. But- it, she like slaps her. Oh, like. Yeah. Yeah. That's, in, that's not what I'm talking about here. No. Yeah. Uh, but that's what happens in the movie. Yeah. 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 I, and of course, the final shot of her uh, massaging um, the queen's leg, which is, oh. and you know, it's very like, oh man, like she's just, she's still fucked. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. It's real. I, I also love the scene between her and Joe Owen when they're out in the, um, in the woods. Yeah. And they're kind of like courting each other, but yeah. they're like tackling each other. And it, it's a very like, it's that thing of like, they're kind of falling in love, but it's very, I, I don't know. It's, it's it's brilliant the way they do it because it, it's very tactile and yeah. dangerous, and it feels loose. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Ah, we love you, Emma. We love you, Emma Storm. Um, and reteaming. I mean, like we're obviously everyone's aware, but reteaming with Yorgos for poor things. Yes. Which I'm seeing next week, and you're seeing this week, aren't you? Uh, I'm seeing next week. You're seeing the week after. Yep. Uh, but people saying she she'll be nominated again. Um, I've I've heard that she's gonna win. It's between her and Lily. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I feel like Lily might win out of those two. But yeah, which Grace Randolph was outraged by this poor things. Did you see this? Oh yeah, <laughs> Grace Randolph, somebody who fascinating <laughs> to I, say the least. Really, like, don't know where she's. We're covering from. everything today, like Jessica Chastain, Grace Randolph. <laughs> I mean, talk about... We could do a whole episode on just those two. Jessica like, Justin episode incoming. There's a history Jessica there. Jessica Justin, Grace Randolph feud incoming. <laughs> um, feud, Jessica and Jay and Grace. <laughs> Get Ryan Murphy on the phone now. And Emma Stone can play Jessica Chastain. Natalie Portman can play Jessica Chastain. <laughs> um, so 2019 to 2020 is when we enter the Emma Stone dark ages, as I call it. Yes. Because if we look at 2019... 
Um, her only credit being Zombieland. <laughs> Zombieland 2. God. So to me, the um, defining work of 2019 for Emma Stone, therefore, is um, her SNL sketch, The Art... Uh, sorry, The, the actress. actress. Which is where she plays a, a porn um, performer who gets caught up in her in role. The, I mean... Again, Jared, what are you doing? <laughs> not with my godson. Why is godson sleeping over? This is like... I Jared... <laughs> This is, I mean, it's like one of the funniest things SNL has ever done. Like she is brilliant in it. It Just even from the way she walks in to set and she has her arms kind of perched up because she's holding her bag. Like she carries herself like a professional in this scene. It's incredible. I I scream every time when she has the moment wished because, you know, they give her the bin of of random props it's like yeah. one Ugg boot New Year's Eve glasses and then she's like it suddenly it came to me the story of our relationship <laughs> oh Jared I forgive, I forgive you, you. <laughs> I just cry and they just like nod at her and they're like cut we'll let that out give her the mail voucher oh and she's like in the car she's like I have to leave you Oh, uh, Bowen Yang wrote that one. Bowen Yang, and yeah. I think Julio Torres. I think so. Well. Yeah. yeah, very iconic. Uh, um, and she's been on SNL actually this she, weekend. This weekend, yeah. So yeah. her five timer. Right. She's like one of the first people in a long time to become the work. But I haven't seen anything from her show. So yeah, I, I think it literally, yeah, like just happened a few hours ago. Vibes. Yeah. Well, it thumped. Yeah. <laughs> It bombed. Bombed. <laughs> but yeah, 2019 Zombieland and the actress. And then 2020, the only Emma Stone release is The Croods. The and Croods, I actually, a new age. Please don't <laughs> yeah, get a twist. Sorry. She plays Eep Crude, of oh, course. Of course. <laughs> Scott Morrison loved The Croods. Remember that? God, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you don't follow politics too closely. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. 2020, I distinctly remember like sitting at home during COVID being like, where the fuck is Emma Stone? Like Literally. one fucking Croods movie. Like, give me a break. Well, and then she came back, unfortunately, uh, for Cruella, which I think is the very is almost a defining moment in our friendship. Well, yes, we saw it at the Palace Preview with Scarf. Yes, and I don't know if we've told this story on the pod before. I believe we have. Okay, but yeah, we came out and we were in a lockdown. Yeah. We had to go our separate ways. Very different worlds, yeah. Um, um, Corella, which was like, I only saw it for Emma Stone. Like, I really could not give a fuck about these Disney uh, shit, yeah, no. pieces of shit. Sorry, I, I'm i sure there's gay guys that love it. Disney gays do not interact. <laughs> but D-N-I. I don't know. The Corella was very much like beautiful gowns. Oh, gorgeous gowns. Cost- costume design winning. Yeah. Os- <laughs> Oscar winning costume design period period is what i'm trying to say <laughs> um yeah um, i mean she's mm-hmm. she's good in it like i mean she's very like cool. i'm evil i'm evil yeah it's i'm cruella the, <laughs> <laughs> she was having fun and she would have got a fucking huge check for it so oh well she she ep'd it well go you emma yeah. and cruella 2 is coming oh cruella oh, what's gonna happen the dogs are gonna come back <laughs> Oh yeah, iconically this film where the dogs kill her mum. Yeah, off they the dogs Emma Thompson blows a whistle and dogs come and jump at her mum and <laughs> rample her off a cliff. 
All I'm going to say is Emma was lucky this was COVID and, you know, it could actually, it probably made a shitload of money, but I feel like it didn't make it a did, lot of noise. I think it did, like, <laughs> fucking got a sequel. Oh, Emma, don't be doing this crap, please. Emma, Nora. But I guess she needs the money. That's why she has to do Croods and Cruella. Oh, literally. But, I mean, oh, 233.5 million, which in a COVID That's year, quite good. Think, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, true, because it was a Disney Plus thing. Mm. I don't know. Um, But... Emma's back. Was she? Did she take part in like suing Disney, like with um, ScarJo? I don't think so. I think that was I just ScarJo, like was, wasn't it? I feel like she was part of that. I feel like I remember reading that. Oh, good for her. She, yeah. If she was again, because she was an EP on it, so she was like, "I'm, I'm losing money if you put this on Disney Plus." <laughs> oh, good for you, Emma Keep Stone. Keep it in cinema, please. Yeah. But um, Emma's back. She is in the curse at the moment. Yes, I on Showtime. Still have not started watching that, but it's good. Yeah. Um, she is great in it. Mm. I mean, as expected, but she plays uh, the curse is uh, Nathan Fielder, Benny Safdie, and Emma. Um, and she is married to Nathan Fielder in the show, and they play this couple that's um, they flip houses on TV. Yeah, and they're kind of going into this community and gentrifying it, but she is coming at this way of like kind of rationalizing and being yeah. like, and you know, she has all this language from Instagram infographics and yeah. about gentrification. And she, she's great in it in the way she plays this woman who really sincerely thinks that she is doing good. Yeah. But is also like pretty horrible to yeah. like the people around her. Um, she has an iconic hot dog scene in the, well, it's not seen this line of dialogue in the last episode. I haven't heard. Um, Don't spoil it. Lots well, of hot, lots of iconic hot dog. I know, I know. Content. Um, but she, she, to me, I mean, it's funny. It's a funny performance as well, but she's really good at just playing this, like, she's very dismissive of Benny Safdie's character in it, which, mm. um, like, there's one time where he's, like, wanting to order food, but they're, like, watching a video, and, and he's like, yeah, I'll order it now, and, like, it'll be here by the time... Finished. And she's like, let's just finish this. Like, like the way she plays, she's such a, she's really awful. Yeah. Like, okay. Well. She's like, yeah, I'm not hungry. Like, let's just finish this. And then like, like <laughs> she's just, it's Emma. I love her. It's Emma. Like, it's Emma. But uh, yeah. And then she's going to be in Poor Things, which, which? Uh, we'll be highly anticipating. Yes. Uh, now. Which comes out Boxing Day, ugh, by the way. Australia release dates once again Don't yeah my life. you know what i'm gonna say i don't think we need to even do the rubric because oh. like sorry we forgot to talk about one of her most iconic guest performances go on iCarly uh, what have you not seen the video of her on iCarly no why would i have it was like it like did the rounds on twitter right it's she just like comes in screaming and she's like, Oh my god, you're right, Carly! It's in fucking sane. This I was, is in the original series. Yeah, like, bitch. Oh. Um, I'll okay. get it up. But anyway. Well, <laughs> I'll get it up. She's getting you. through just for that. Yeah. She's anyway, getting through just for iCarly. Thank you for listening. Oh, we had oh, new what, reviews what, as well. What? Oh, okay, go on. That I wanted to read. Um Oh yeah, if you please leave us a, a good a five star review on um on the platforms. Yeah. So this one came through five stars from Goat Girl. Uh, James was so kind in the High School Musical episode. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Kira for that. <laughs> and this was uh, one from Mike Taurus Derogatory. Uh, the title is Well Yes. <laughs> yes. 
regularly burst out laughing at this at 3 p.m. in the office. Listen oh, and learn. Itch bowling. Itch bowl. Sam is silly at least once an episode, but so is James for loving the classics and not yet watching The Shining or The Birds. <laughs> I've seen them both now. Thank you. Thank you. Get her. Get her. Actually, we're all... We're all still silly despite having seen and listened to so much in our young lives. To me, this is the real joy of the pod. Speak on that. Oh, my God. That's that's very profound. It would be a special Melbourne joy to find a seat at Acme on a Wednesday night and see them on either (laughs) side. But I fear Sam would not go as much as James. This person sitting in the middle somehow too. I, whoever that, Mike is, thank you so that much. Guy, That's really sweet. You look into the camera when you're doing yeah, that. <laughs> Addressing the, the Addressing audience. Addressing the audience. <laughs> um, the audience. That one got a progressively um, more beautiful. Yeah, as that, was really, on, that was really yeah, beautiful. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Please leave us another review. And yeah. don't fucking be rude to me <laughs> well that's not directed maybe, mike it's to other people who are making comments to james apparently catching a bit of catching a bit of strays <laughs> i'm catching there. many strays <gasps> someone gave us a one-star review <gasps> i think i think we've got multiple one-star oh reviews. my god oh i think i just accidentally gave us no, a one-star stop review. that anyway we've, anyway we've gotta go bye, bye.